Carrie, we need you to do a bloopers for us. Me? Bloopers? We're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, Already. I'm like forgetting to set the We're live. We're live. Awesome. We're live. people. Already. All right. Yay. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, everybody. This is Fusion TV. want to welcome everybody to the show. Uh, we're doing these now once every other week, which is very cool. Um, upping the schedule, and eventually we'll make it once a week, once we actually have a little bit of extra time to mm -hmm. fit it all in. <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and start with uh, introductions of who we are. Uh, I'm Eli with My Business Marketing Mentor, and what we do is we teach small business owners how to market themselves better online and offline in kind of a university format. Sally? And I'm Sally Lidicote with Attaboy mm -hmm. Solutions. We offer a gift concierge service, and we help you um, maintain and enhance those relationships with your clients, your vendors, your family, and your friends. My name is Norma Huberstee. I'm owner of Captivated Customers. I'm a customer experience strategist, helping you evaluate your customer service experience and giving you strategies to improve it. So, and to tell you a little bit more about what Fusion is. Fusion is the idea, when we started this, it was the idea that the three of us came together with our companies um, on what we could do to work together and build a better relationship and help each other grow our businesses. Um, that mastermind worked so well, we decided, okay, how can we take this out to the rest of the world? And so what we've done now is we started Fusion TV to kind of share some of our thought processes, things we do, and also the Fusion Mixers that we are doing, which we have our next one uh, on the 13th of January, which is next, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yes. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 6 to 9 o'clock if you're in the Phoenix area. Uh, Banana Ranas, which is kind of a newer location. Uh, we had to move because we outgrew our old location, so that's not a bad thing to have. Uh, and it was getting cold outside. And it was getting cold outside. <laughs> yeah, they stuck us out on the patio because it's the only place that could fit that many people. Uh, Banana Ranas is over at Westgate. It's actually on the west side of Westgate, so it's not in the main area, but as you're coming off the 101, you'll find it there. Uh, and we do have all the information on our website, which is whatisthefusion.com. Um, so that's pretty much it. We hope everybody can be there. Uh, talk a little bit about our sponsors. Sponsors. We can talk about sponsors. Java Grounds. We're actually streaming live today here from Java Grounds, which is at the corner of 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley. They are an awesome coffee shop, um, and they're not just a coffee shop. They've got sandwiches for breakfast, for lunch. Um, Fruit smoothies, not again, just not coffee. They've got gelato. They got a lot of great stuff. The service is awesome. Um, you you got to check them out, and they offer free Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi is good. Yes, always. <laughs> and then we have Terry, our video guy, sitting back there. Wave hi, Terry. LinkedIn Terry. LinkedIn Terry. <laughs> LinkedIn Terry. So Terry from <laughs> One Web Video Productions is doing all of our video work, and we want to thank him for being part of this also. So now, let's do the what's up. Norma, what's, what's up with you? Up? Well, I'm currently working on some CD programs to help my clients understand the customer service experience and to actually drive more sales through improving that service. So that's what I'm, I'm up to right now. Well, and you have a workshop coming up. I have a workshop coming up, a, a boot camp, you bet. It's called the Small Business Women, Small Women's Business Boot Camp. It's coming up February 6th 
and I'm one of the featured speakers, so I'll be preparing to uh, tell people about the customer service experience, how to turn your customer service into cash. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And Sally? And we have just, with Attaboy Solutions, we've just been growing. We've added a couple new sales reps coming into 2010. Really excited about a lot of things um, that are happening right now. Um, a lot of collaborating, not just mm -hmm. with the three of us, but really going into that is with a mindset and really excited about some huge goals that we have with that and you know, a couple other companies that I have as well. A couple <laughs> other companies are serial entrepreneurs. She's so mogul. <laughs> Very cool. And I've got tons of stuff going on. Uh, started a new webinar series. You guys yes. have been on those. Yes. Um, those have been awesome. a huge hit. So getting the product out there, getting getting it into smaller chunks for people, which makes it easier for them. Um, then also next Friday, I am speaking um, as one of the guest expert panelists for the SCORE social media event. They haven't called it a seminar or a conference, they call it an event, so I'm not really sure what it's going to be, but I'm going to show up, I'm going to have a lot of fun, and I think they're expecting probably about 300 people to be there, so Wonderful exposure. I, I'm pretty excited yeah, about that one. Um, so yeah, tons more, but those are kind of the highlights of what's going on like immediately with us. Um, so, shall we start into our topic for the day? Let's take it. Our topic for the day is social not working. Uh, what are you doing in your social media? I mean, one of the things, social media is a huge, it's the buzzword right now. Everybody's yeah. jumping on the bandwagon. The problem is that most people are not comfortable with really what it is. Right. They're, they're thinking, okay, social media is Facebook. I should be on Facebook doing this, 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 and basically all they're doing is bombarding everybody. Um, so <laughs> what we want to talk about today is how we're using social media and how you can use it, how to use it properly, how to get away from the things and the big mistakes that we see other people making. Okay? So, Sally, would you like to kind of start us on this one? Well, there's so many different places to start, and I, and I think that is probably even just the key is, for one, is you've got to start. If you're not using social media right now, you're really missing the boat. Um, that's where all of your potential clients, that's where your next business partners are. Everybody else is hopping on that bandwagon and if you haven't decided to join it yet, again, like I said, I mean, I can't say it any mm -hmm. easier way, then you're really missing the boat. Um, and then once you get started, you know, even just the mindset of, you know, you come out to a great mixer like the Fusion Mixer next week or any hint, of hint. others, yeah, hint, hint, there's a lot of them out there. But take those contacts that you meet when you're out networking and actually bring them into your social media world and you know start start building those relationships because when you're out networking and you just drop everything and don't do the follow-up, that's just a big part of the follow-up is building those relationships and it's a great way to do it through the social media stuff as well. So. Very cool. Anything to add on that? Well, sure. I think that um, what's confusing for most people is when they start a social media campaign, they think they should be everywhere. And um, I think it's a better approach to decide what's best for your marketplace, for your industry, for the type of customers that you have, to choose the right places to be um, on social media. So it's more of a strategy than it is just to say, I'm going to go in and I'm going to go ahead and start this because. A lot of people get in, they start, and they, they end up not doing anything because they don't know what to do, and they're not sure why they're even on it. So I see a lot well, of that nowadays. Well, and they get overwhelmed with it, too. They think that they have to do everything all the time. Right. And there's a lot of automation, which is one of the things that I teach a lot of. 
Um, but one of the things that I see is um, they'll go in there and um, immediately just start blasting. Right. You know, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, this is my special, buy my stuff. And that's one of the biggest things that's a turnoff for me. Um, you need to, you know, one thing that we see social media is a, it's a communication tool. It's, it's building a community. And that's one of the things that I see all the time is that people don't get that piece. Right. They don't get the mindset of it. They think that it's just a way to, to blast out their pitch of what it is they're selling. And um, one of the things that I like to do personally is I'll go through, I'll find everybody. It's like, say I do go to a mixer, I meet new people. I'll search for them online through Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn as the primary three and get connected with them and say, hey, it was great meeting you. By the way, here's some cool free stuff. You know, give them, give them some links, some resources, um, especially if it's related to something you just talked about. You know, I get, you know, I've got the gadgets. I, I find all kinds of cool online toys and... And we um, love your gadgets. Yes. <laughs> um, Otherwise known as the ninja tools. The ninja tools. And so I'll go through, if I have a conversation with somebody, and I'll mention the same mind mapping, because that's one of the things I like to do a lot of. And a lot of people don't get what mind mapping is. So I'll explain it to them, and then I'll send them a link afterwards through my social media pieces and say, hey, by the way, here's a link to the website where you can find that information. Um, just to help, being helpful. That really has a big impact on how you've have you've got to think about social media right. Right. because it's it's a it's a relationship building tool it's not a sales tool and, well, and I think too with you mentioned being helpful a big part of that is you've got other friends that you're connecting with in social media help them to promote their businesses because you can promote your friends businesses where is with when they're doing it for themselves they're very self-serving and the more that you can be in service to other people you know, when I'm promoting Norman, I'm promoting Eli, and, and I don't promote them just to promote them. I promote them because I believe in what they do. Uh, when you're promoting other people, you're giving value back to those people who then in turn will end up promoting you. And, and don't promote them just so that they do promote you. It's mm -hmm. not that kind of a relationship. But when you're being in service to other people and you're helping other people, it just naturally comes back. And, and part of doing that, I think, is to provide people content. Like on Twitter, I like to um, link people to information about maybe the customer service experience, things that they need to know in their business that might help them to be better at what they do. So I like to provide good content and allow people to um, not only to motivate them, but also to provide good content and let them know what, what resources are out there. Right. Well, and it also doesn't have to be completely about business. I mean, that's one thing. I tend to lean towards the business side of things. I do less socializing and less personal stuff on there. Right. But I still go through and I'll put out stuff, you know, hey, hanging out with, with right. the family at, right. um, you know, OG's Pizza. Actually, that's an example. I met a great business connection from that when all I did was post posted something through Twitter saying, you know, hanging out with the family, having dinner at OG's Pizza. Uh, it brings into this whole conversation we had about his experience with them with a different location and lo and behold it ended up actually being a relationship where his clientele are perfect for what we do and so I built that relationship purely off of the social media side so and that's the personal it wasn't on a sales side in any way shape or form so you got to look at it in that way that it's just a conversation it's just a relationship building piece mm -hmm. right. not um, don't push it as consistently. Here's my stuff. 
But I also like to use it for resources. Like if I'm looking for a particular uh, person with a certain set of skills, I'll put it out there on Twitter. Who do you know in the mm -hmm. local area that can help me with this particular thing? I use that a lot on my Facebook. So it allows us to have conversations with, with our tribe, if you will, the people that we know that and are closest to us to help provide resources for us as well. Well, and it, not even with those that are close to you. I had an issue a couple of months ago. We had moved, actually probably six months ago now, we had moved and I was having some problems with getting my email and all the connectivity I needed to do with um, Cox Internet. And I just, I was frustrated. I had been on hold for a while. I was messing around, sent something out on Twitter, and I get a response back from from the company's customer support who said, hey, what's your issue? Let me see if I can help you. And they immediately hopped in and we got the problem resolved that, you know, versus me sitting on frustrated on eternal hold, I mean, it was just one of those things. Right. That was kind of a big awareness for me six months ago. It's like, wow, okay, these companies really are watching and they want to know what you have to say. Yep. Just like that situation, you can watch what your customers are saying and how you can respond to them as well, you know, with, with your business. You right. know, turn it the other way around. You know, somebody mentioned something about such and such a company's mm -hmm. customer service or, you know, hey, we're really committed to customer service and it's a company speaking and it's a, a target client for Norma, it's a perfect opening for her to say, hey, I know you guys are committed to customer service versus somebody, maybe a low company that really doesn't care that much. They should, but right. they don't. Right. But ones that are focused on that is a perfect follow-up for Norma to go after and, you know. What are you using for um, tracking tweets about your business and what are some of the tools that you like to use? For? I use social oomph. There's a, there's a spot right in there where you can put in keywords. Um, I'll use my, my mentions. So like on Twitter mm -hmm. in particular, um, anytime somebody posts something that says at Eli Delaney, that goes in. Um, I also have certain keywords, my company name, my name separately, um, a couple of keywords that I'm tracking specifically that, that are related to my business. Um, I put all of those in there and then it sends me notifications a couple of times a day. Right. And that way I'm not out there searching for it. It's just coming into it's my coming email. To you. And I go right. through every day and just look at that. And then I can go through and check that person out. Say, okay, this person's got some good stuff to say. I can check out what else they're doing. Do I want to connect with them? What can we do to work with each other? How can we help promote each other? And if that per person is providing great content, I'm happy to go through and retweet their stuff. Exactly. In order to, to help them out there because it helps helps get their name out there, which if they're providing good content, I want that. Um, the second thing is that it helps my my followers because now they're getting that great information. Um, and the third thing is that then they go through and see that me as a resource right. even further right. because I'm showing them all these other resources that are out there. Right. So for me, that's a huge piece right there. Right. And I think it's really great to create a rule so that when those emails come in that you have those separated so you can respond quickly. Because part of it is responding quickly to people mm -hmm. either complaining about your company or um, actually even, you know, saying great things about your company. Remember to say thank you um, on using social media and, and make sure you respond to them quickly. Well, and I, I have a great example for that because we were just in Palm Springs. Um, New Year's Eve was our anniversary. And, you know, you go to a resort, it's your anniversary, it's a nice place like that. I thought, well, you know what, we got to mention that it's our anniversary. You know, some places do stuff, some people right. don't. If you don't tell them, you're guaranteed nothing happens. So we were, we um, we let them know when we checked in, you know, they had happy anniversary on our key cards. 
and I had tweeted, I had put something tweeted? out on Twitter, <laughs> a new word, we're going to change that. Um, I had put out on Twitter that we were staying at the Lakino Resort and Spa, and it was just a beautiful place for our anniversary and so forth. Well, when we came back from dinner that evening, there was a bottle of champagne on ice and chocolate-covered strawberries in our room. Mm -hmm. So I put out a, a post on Twitter that said, you know, thanks, and I, I actually used the at Lakino Resort and Spa right. and thanked them so much and that we were really happy with this neat little surprise we came back to. And they actually, through Twitter, wished us happy anniversary, and they retweeted the post of what they had done. So it helped get them some more publicity as well. You know, and just, you know, they were very quick to respond um, within an hour. And we're talking, it was probably 11, 11 p.m. on New Year's Eve, and they've got people that are manning that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, that's the cool thing about it, too, is that if you think about um, Twitter is great for this. All of them, you know, all the social media outlets are great for this, but Twitter is the best for that in particular. Yes. You can go through and build buzz and help both your business and others yes. by, like, say, for instance, you're, you're, you come to Java Grounds for, for lunch with a potential client. Right. You can actually go in there and um, talk about them, the fact that you're having a meeting here, right. and who it is that you're meeting with, and so what ends up happening is they're monitoring their stuff. Right. So the next time you come in, they're going to notice you. Right. They're going to be looking, okay, who is that guy that's coming in here having all these meetings of, you know, at our place? Now you're building a relationship with them. You're helping them out, right. and it helps the potential business person that you're meeting with because now you're getting more buzz for everybody. And that's what it really boils down to is that buzz that you can create, <laughs> um, getting your name mentioned, getting their names mentioned more and more and more, and it creates it creates more stuff right. out there. Right, right. Definitely. I know of um, one somebody that we know in particular that on Facebook she'll mention who she's meeting and um, and mention them as a new client, and she gets their permission, of course, before she does that, so that that client knows that she's helping to spread good word of mouth for her. Right. So I think it's a great tool to use too to promote other people. Well, I even did that this morning that I was mm -hmm. looking forward to meeting with the both of yes. you and filming with Fusion, which then, you know, if somebody knows me, they they happen to hop on and, and maybe you're watching us live right now. If you saw that through Facebook, you've also got links to have Eli and Norma and request them to be friends as well and start building those connections. Mm -hmm. So Right. Yeah. Well, and that's something too. Um, you know, if you're watching, if you're watching a webinar or watching a live video stream, you can always pop that out there and say, "Hey, this is what's going on." Because what does that do? If you're if you're watching this show and you're finding that this is good information, and then you're sharing it with other people, um, one thing you know for us that's great because we get more viewers. But the more important thing about it is that you're sharing with you're other helping. people. You're helping other people get the same information. And that's what it really boils down to. And that's one of the things we've touched on um, through um, pretty much every one of our episodes of doing this is, is that whole change of mind shift of how you can collaborate. That's what Fusion is all about. That's how it started. Creativity. So, yeah, the creativity <laughs> and how you can collaborate um, with other businesses, helping everybody grow better. And social media is an awesome way to do that. And nervous. I, I can't Well, in doing some research for my CD set, I found out that in Japan, the idea of collaboration is called 
fusion marketing. So, we are really on top of things when it comes to understanding collaboration and using the word and term fusion to represent what we are actually doing, collaborative partnership between the three businesses. That's awesome. That's cool or what? Did you just have that in your mind when you were... I did. I, oh, planned. yeah. <laughs> Karma, as we say, right? And that's, I mean, that's what, that's what it is all about. I mean, infusion marketing is, is something that's like, I mean, think about um, fast food. Okay, fast food. Um, you know, you go to McDonald's. What are they, what drinks do they have? Coke products. Right. Okay. They're promoting a specific brand within a brand. They're building that that fusion between the two of them, and that's what it is, and that's how I, I think for 2010, I think that's the way it's going to go. I really do. I think that the businesses that are going to grow the most and be the most successful, they've got to go in with that kind of mindset. Right. Right. Promoting each other. Right. Absolutely. And helping out. Yeah. Sure. So you are the Twitter king, so tell us about some of the things about Twitter that you absolutely love. I love the simplicity of it. I like the fact that it's 140 characters, which means you can't ramble on. Um, is it one thing where, you know, I do tend to ramble on sometimes. Um, so one of the good things, yeah. Don't um, one, of the, one of the cool things about it is that it forces you to get your, um, get your message out shorter. Be short, sweet, to the point. And that's one thing that's really important with it. Um, the second thing I like about it is the fact that you can just, it's a quick interface. It doesn't have a bunch of junk. That's the one thing about Facebook that drives me nuts is that all the games and all the mafia goofy stuff, Mafia Wars, if I get another fish thing at me, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> But, you know, the one thing about Twitter is it doesn't have any of that right. stuff. It's very right. short, sweet to the point. Right. Um, for me, that's what I like because I can get in there, I can be quick because I don't have a whole lot of time. So I can go through and also it's very simple to, to follow the process of what's going on, um, you know, because of all the other stuff in like Facebook in particular. I, you tend to kind of get lost with what the good conversation is versus the good stuff. Right. That's one thing. Um, and LinkedIn is great because it doesn't have the goofy stuff, but it has a bunch of extra stuff, and it's hard to find a way around. Don't talk too much about that. That's my baby. So don't even go there. Well, you can, you, can, you can educate me on that one. And I do use it. I do actually use I use all of them. Yeah, right. um, but that's my favorite one for that purpose because it's short, sweet, to the point. I've got a lot of really cool automation tools that, that kind of fill in blank right. so when I get busy because I get busy just like everybody else it's not like I don't have 20 projects going on at a time right. Right. Um, I've got stuff going out almost every day um, if I if you don't see me post something on Twitter uh, in a couple of days it's because I haven't had time to stop for just like one hour to line up a week's worth of stock sure. then I fill it with you know today like I'm going to or I'm going to this picture tonight or you know going to pizza at this place whatever I'll mm -hmm. fill it with those things but I always have stuff going on um, on a regular basis. And that's what I like about it is it's, it's just short, sweet, very simple things. I also like the idea that with the 140 characters, I can put a link that will send them to a website to read the big, long article. Right. Because right. I don't, um, that gives me more a more targeted mm -hmm. side of things. Mm -hmm. One thing, I'm, I am very big into the, the targeted call to action. If I know they're clicking on the link and going to the website, right. then I know they're interested. Right. But if they if they're sitting there and they can see my entire article right there, right. then 
I don't know if they're reading it or not because exactly. it's just a post at that point. They can't really see who read what because it goes out to everybody. Once they click on the link, I can see, okay, yeah, this is a good topic people are interested in. Sure. So it gives me a little bit more market research to go along with that one. And, and a neat thing that I've really discovered or been using a whole lot more now, too, is one of our business teams uses Twitter a lot. And I have those posts going to my phone, and most of us do as well. So if we have a meeting that changes times, mm -hmm. changes locations, it goes to a text message right in each member's phone that's got themselves right. set up. So it's like instantaneous and that communication is open right there. So I wasn't doing that with my cell phone so much. I would Twitter from there from the application within my phone, but actually pulling it into text messages, especially from those people that are maybe the business partners that you you need to respond to them right away and you might not be in to check your Twitter. You may be away from your computer for a week. Uh, I just had an incident coming home on Monday. My husband was coming home. My cell phone was dead and he had no way to reach me. And he was coming back from San Diego. And I put a Twitter post out because I know my Twitter posts go to his cell phone. And I was able to find out where he was. He responded through his cell phone, which went back into my computer. So we were actually able to communicate. And I had to go pick him up at 1 o'clock in the morning really would have been inconvenient if he couldn't call me to get a ride home. So, you know, I mean, there's so many applications outside of business. I mean, right. that, that's a little more personal. But, but even bringing in the communication within your teams and the right. people that you're working very closely with, it's, yes. it's got a lot of applications. Yeah, that's a cool little sideline yes, way. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we also, we've got a couple of questions in here. Um, let's see. The, the Fusion's Twitter ID, that is twitter.com slash whatisthefusion. Um, and another one, and we heard of ping for getting messages out. Yes. Love ping. Love Use ping it all the time. All the time. Um, I actually have, I, I've got mine, you know, that whole uh, monkey rigged format. So, you know, uh, Hootsuite goes to ping, goes out to everything else. Right. And, you know, yeah, it's, Did it's you a mention whole. Was great with the ninja tools? It's a yeah. whole ninja yeah. tools thing. <laughs> I, got, I got everything linked in with each other. So I do actually um, have one place um, that everything goes regularly. If I'm automating it, um, I'll use Hootsuite and then it actually right. goes into my Ping FM which blasts stuff out to um, all of my social media stuff. That helps drastically. Now one thing, I'll, I'll bring up a topic on that and we do need to move on to, to the other two sites too, yes. but one of the things that I do see a lot of people with Ping, um, if they're trying to do the automation side or they're trying to use one tool that will blast out to everything, they, they tend to reference like retweets on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get a retweet on Twitter <laughs> and it shows up on your LinkedIn or your Facebook, does that make any sense? No. It doesn't. No. And it confuses people. And so that's one of the things that you want to be careful of. If you're using the automation tools, which I completely agree with, I'm the automation king. Um, if I can automate it as, as if at all possible, I will. Mm -hmm. um, but be careful about those kind of things. Use some common sense because if you're mentioning a retweet or you're doing like the at symbol to mention somebody else, uh, like with, with mine, if somebody were to retweet something I said or wanted to mention me, they would just, in their message, they go at Eli Delaney. Okay, um, that's cool. On Twitter, luckily Facebook is also the same for me, but some people don't have the same name on both accounts, on their right, Facebook or their LinkedIn. The so right. when they use the automation tools, it links it like it's going to be a an actual Facebook page, but when they click on it, it doesn't go to the right page because that's actually a Twitter ID. 
So and it, and this is a little bit more on the technical side of right. things, but think about that when you're using automation tools. If something is related to Twitter specifically, automate it in Twitter. Put it, retweet it in Twitter. Don't post it on your Facebook and your LinkedIn because it won't make any sense. Um, or on Facebook, same thing. Facebook stuff stays on Facebook. Twitter stuff stays on Twitter. Generic stuff that works well on anything can go on all of them. But you Do I hear another webinar topic coming up? Well, it should be. It really should be. Um, because we've, I, I see that all the time, and it's funny because I'll see links, and I'll go to click on them, and they don't work. And right. I'm like, oh, obviously, this is, I'm in Facebook, and they posted something that came right. out of Twitter, and it's not going to work now. And now all that does is annoy me. <laughs> and then I'm, now I'm losing, or they're losing the credibility with me. And I think so it's a, careful about that. It's really noticeable <laughs> on LinkedIn because that's a whole different type of relationship that you have right. with these people. So when I ping out, I don't ping to LinkedIn. You can, mm -hmm. you know, you you can put pound in on your Twitter post if you're link if you've connected LinkedIn to Twitter. But um, I I use LinkedIn and consider it a separate entity, and so my pings don't go to LinkedIn. Right. See, different I, ways I for people to use it. But my my stuff is generally when I have automated type of stuff. Right. Um, most of it is generic enough; it'll work across everybody. So that's you know, as long as you're careful about that, um, that's something really important just to think about. Um, so you want to talk about Facebook for a bit? Definitely, definitely. Facebook is absolutely my favorite. And for those of you that that you know, we mentioned um, mafia wars and farm town and all that stuff. So Bill. yeah, <laughs> and, and how many other hundreds of thousands of applications? And you know. Try to be a little sensitive because I don't want to um, make everybody mad. That is one that enjoys playing that. But if you're on Facebook for business and you're building a business relationship, and you're supposed to have that that credibility, your business is growing. You've got everything else going on, and maybe one of your clients looks you up, friends you. You don't even think about it, and they look and see. Well, let me see. For three hours on Monday, they were playing Mafia Wars, and for another hour in the middle of the day, you are hurting your own credibility. I mean, I don't know if there's any easier way to say that. You know, it, I mean, I, I, you know, the applications, they have your place, they have this place, and, you know, I'm not against playing games or whatever, but, again, if you're on Facebook for business, now granted, you should have a business page and be doing that separate, but it's it's a real difficult fine line, I think, for people. When if you have a client that says, "Hey, let's be friends outside of your business," you know, uh, you know you've got your business page. Maybe they're mm -hmm. a fan there as well, but they want to be your friend. Um, for me, I take I take Facebook very seriously, very business oriented. I have a lot of personal flavor in there as well um, because I don't stay 100% all business all the time, but I do look at that business image that's put out. And if I was playing games all day long versus working all day long, the potential for losing clients or, or the potential for losing potential clients that could be business for you dramatically decreases. Um, again, Facebook is probably, you know, I know you've got a favorite with Twitter and I use that a lot. LinkedIn is, I know, your favorite and I'm on there. Probably not as much, but I've got it's pretty built up on LinkedIn, and I and I use them all three. But Facebook has such a social relationship world built into right. it. 
you really do get to know the people that you're friends with. Um, they really get to know you. Um, I, I made a comment to somebody. I was having a coffee meeting. I think it was Tuesday. And we were just talking, and I, I commented on, well, how many friends do you have on Facebook? And, and not that it's all about numbers or anything else, because it's really about relationships. And they commented they had, you know, 90 friends. And I said, well, think about this. Just to stay in communication with those 90 people, you would have to call three of them a day, every day, 30 days in a month. Me, personally, I'm around 1,200 friends on Facebook, probably about 900 to 1,000 of them. I actually know them. I've met them. You know, we're building relationships, that kind of stuff, because I really do bring my whole world in there. I, I Like I said, did I mention I love Facebook? Um, <laughs> but for me, can you imagine? I would have to make 40 phone calls a day to talk to right. every single one of those 1,200 people in a month. That, to me, that's a job just maintaining right. friendships. Um, the lady I was having coffee with the other day, and she goes, well, she goes, I know everything that's going on with you. You sure stay busy with this, and you're doing this, and you're doing this. And she goes, I really feel like I know you so well. I haven't seen her in three or four months. But to her, we still have that friendship and relationship because she seems, you know, because we just seem a lot closer. We can stay in touch with. And if something comes up and one of my friends has a really bad incident that happens in their life, I see those kind of things. I can comment them on them. You know, I, I can keep them in my thoughts with a bad situation, or if, if it rewards the phone call, you know, it's it's more top of mind. It's it's just more top of mind. Right. And I have a question for you. Um, a lot of people started Facebook personal pages, uh -huh. and a lot of conversations about business actually happen there. Right. And then uh, businesses maybe have not created a fan page for themselves. So, how would you advise somebody who's maybe started these personal relationships in a personal page, right. but you want to get them over to your your fan page, or do you want to do that? Wait, she's the queen. Gotta watch that, Eli. Well, if they're already on a personal page of yours, right. you started the relationship there. Um, I, I would never look at severing that relationship right. there. And I'm assuming when you're saying a personal page. It's, for instance, you as Norma, right. your picture, not your business name Correct. or your logo. And in that kind of situation, you go build your business page and you have the ability to invite all of your friends to become sure. fans of that business page. If they choose not to, well, then they choose mm -hmm. not to. Mm -hmm. But there's where the invitation can start. And then their friends now see that they're fans of your page and you can pick up additional right. fans as well which is what makes fan pages so nice as far as the viral world of it. Um, you know, again, if I, I also go the opposite, too. If somebody fans one of my business pages, I send them a personal friend request and say, hey, thanks for becoming a fan, and I really appreciate the support. Sign my name and send them a friend request. Sometimes they take it, sometimes they don't, but it gives us a chance to really start getting to know each other because if, if somebody comes to, to me to do business with me, they're doing business generally with me, right. not with my company as a whole, you know, now, you know, or one of my reps or whatever. Right. They know who the company is, but the relationship gets built with me. Sure. Okay. So, great. Well, and I'll do that, too. Um, if, if I get fans on our fan pages, I'll go through and connect with them on right. a personal level mm -hmm. uh, and say, hey, you know, even with Fusion, you know, right. we've, got, we've got our fan page for Fusion. Right. I'll go through Over 200 fans, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good on there. Thank but you, I'll, guys. I'll go through and I'll say, um, I'll say, hey, I just see that you just joined the Fusion fan page. You know, I'm one of the founders. I would love to connect with you 
um, personally and right. get connected with them that way also. Right. So it works both ways and it, it gets you again, it's that whole viral effect. Sure. You've got exactly. more places to connect. Um, what I'll actually do when you were asking the question as far as getting them to get up, be a fan is I will go through and definitely do the invite, mm -hmm. you know, invite my friends to be fans of the page. But then I'll go through and as I post stuff on the fan page, I'll share that with them and say, by the way, here's a new article that I wrote or right. a video that I did. Um, be sure to become a fan of exactly. with the link. So then when they click on the link, they'll actually go, they'll read the article mm -hmm. and there's a spot so they can become a fan right there too. So it causes more interaction. Right. And if you don't know how to create that link in any post <laughs> that you're posting out on Facebook, put the at sign, the little A with a circle around it and start typing out the name of one of your friends or a fan page and it'll drop down a list you just select on yep. it and you're automatically linking to your friends you're automatically linking to the pages to your own business page on on Facebook it's it's a great little tool and I just have a um, you know uh, great things to say about Sally because she's actually created an attaboy application where you can send gifts to your friends for their birthdays, anniversaries, thank yous, hello, congratulations, and it's wonderful. I use it all the time. So check out Attaboy Solutions on Facebook and add that app to your personal page. So you can have some fun with that and let people know that you're not just thinking about them by words, but you're also sending them a virtual gift, if you will. Very cool. So LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn, my favorite, favorite of all favorites. Um, I, I think I like LinkedIn because it has two components. It has the professional component which allows you to post your profile and your brand on LinkedIn in, in a database, but secondly it has the social component, being able to reach out to businesses that might be able to help you build your business. So I think that's one of the reasons I like it. It has both facets. People can go in and find out about you, but then also can connect with you. So those two things combined I think make it very, very powerful. Um, one of the things I recommend to people is to make sure that their, their profiles are compelling. Um, a lot of times I see headlines, which is probably a big important piece of real estate because when people search for you, it brings up your headline, which is what you're all about. And for instance, mine talks about being a raving fan builder and a strategist. So make sure that the headline that you have for your business doesn't just say, I'm an owner, I run this. Talk about some things that make people go, ooh, I want to check into that person. Um, and th so that's one piece of it. And then secondly, people forget about the marketing piece of LinkedIn, which I think is so powerful. It allows you to connect with people that could be circles of influence for you. And I actually teach a course on having, teaching people how to use advanced searches to find their target client and start connecting with them. So I think it's real powerful. It's a tool that I think more people need to use, not just create your profile and let it sit there, but actually engage in conversations and developing relationships and meetups with people that you think might be good partners for you. And how did we initially meet? Was it through LinkedIn? It was. Oh my goodness. Norma found me on LinkedIn, sent me an email and said, hey, I, I'd love to meet you. I've read this stuff about you. And so, you know, it's great mm -hmm. when you advise things. Exactly. But I mean, we're sitting here because of exactly, exactly of her doing exactly what she's telling, which is, I think, just kind of cool. And well, another, and that, to, to kind of piggyback sure. on that, that's actually wasn't LinkedIn, but originally, I had started seeing you right. on Twitter 
posting stuff, and I so I started checking Ooh. checking you out. Going, okay, check me out. Check me out. What's going on? You know, it's like okay, is this somebody that I want to I want to sit down and have coffee with or not? Right. And then you signed up for one of my webinars, right. and as, as soon as I saw your name pop up, I'm like okay. Now I know she's also checking me out, so... Right. And the reason, the reason I did that is because Sally recommends them so high. So you can see yeah. how the word of mouth gets around and right. really and encouraging each other to and representing each other and saying what great people they are. That's where right. those relationships start. And now look at where we are today, Fusion TV, Fusion Mixers, and other things that we've got in the works going forward. Right. So there's a lot of power to it, but I think digging in and really developing those personal relationships is really, really important. Right. Well, and it, and it is good. It's a great research tool. Definitely. You can find out about all kinds of people. Especially on um, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. Yeah. One of the things that um, happened to me this year is that I was able to attend the Nash, uh, North American Conference on Customer Management because I joined a group that was looking for guest bloggers to be a part of their $3,000 event. Well, I actually went as a guest blogger because of my connection to a group on LinkedIn. So there's a lot of power in making sure that you're involved in groups that um, allow you to contribute, answer questions, and build yourself as a, a subject matter expert on LinkedIn. Well, uh, I think another. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, talk about about joining groups and um, also the questions and answers. Mm -hmm. Do you do that? Yes, that's, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, as far as the groups are concerned, I think that you need to look at them in two ways. First of all, join groups that are industry specific. So, for instance, I'm in the customers first group um, and several groups that relate to customer service experience. Secondly, try and join groups that actually have your target client. So not just groups that you of people you know, but people you also want to be associated with because they could be potential clients for you. And doing that allows you to go into a question and answer scenario where you'll you'll start introducing yourself, answering questions within that target group where people start to pay attention and go, wow, that person really knows a lot about this subject. I want to check them out. So uh, being able to be part of groups and doing questions and answers is really huge to build your credibility in the business. Right. Well, and the other thing too with LinkedIn is the recommendations. Yes. Oh, big. And big. I mean, that's that's been a huge thing. That's probably the biggest part of LinkedIn that I've taken right. advantage of is with my clients, with my business partners, going out and saying, "Hey, will you give me but a recommendation on LinkedIn?" So that now, when somebody does find me on LinkedIn. They can go read the different testimonials mm -hmm. that have come from people that I do business with, which is, I mean, again, you mentioned right. credibility with the question and answers the same. Not only credibility, but SEO optimization, because actually the way LinkedIn looks at you is they look at your recommendations when people are searching for, say, a gift concierge. They're going to look at the number of recommendations you have and, and put you up higher in the search because of the fact that you have so many recommendations. Nice. The other thing that people forget, <laughs> I'm giving away all my secrets. Okay, the other thing people forget <laughs> is the fact that you can actually put your company profile on LinkedIn. Make sure that you do. Um, there's a specific area where you can actually add your company on LinkedIn, not just your personal profile. And the last thing I'll share with you, now this is a million dollar tip, there is a, a place for you to be listed as a service provider. So if you're a gift concierge, you can actually have somebody recommend you as a service provider. That way you could be found in, in searches as well under service providers. So there are a lot of different things in LinkedIn that allow you to really be found. 
when people are searching for specific things um, and marketing tools. That's great. I didn't know about the service well, provider. So you just I have to check with LinkedIn training. I knew about the company <laughs> profile because I actually have our company profile right. on there and all of our sales reps yes. are linked in for our company right. profile as well. And that's a good point, making sure that if you are a small business that you do have your employees there too. It just gives right. you more optimization um, to make sure that everybody's on there. Right. Very cool. And you know, one of the things that, that goes along with all of this is that building a relationship between when you meet somebody and when you actually see them again. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I tend to, to harp on quite a bit and we'll use like a standard chamber mixer once a month thing as an example. Right. Um, how many times do you go to a chamber event, um, meet a ton of people, say you got 20 business cards, you had a great night, met all these great people and you go home, what do you do with the cards? No. Nothing. I do. They, they go on the deck. Now taught me how. Yeah, we do. So finally, uh, before I actually started doing this right, mm -hmm. I mean, I had a brick of business cards sitting on my desk. I had two. Yeah. And what ends up happening is that now you've got 30 days goes by, the next chamber mixer comes up, and you see them again, and they're like, oh, yeah, we need to sit down. We need to have coffee. It's like, cool. Give me another one of your business cards so I can, I can make sure that I give you a holler. And then you go home, and then you... Do nothing, right. and and both parties are usually guilty of guilty it. of sure. this. So so it's you know not just one person; it's usually both sides. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about using social media in order um, to build a relationship is, if you're in that scenario where you do get busy, they get busy, and you just don't make that face-to-face -face connection, uh, you can actually go through and if you get them in your database right. and get connected with right. them in your social media aspects. Now, if nothing else. They're It'll at least seeing what's yeah, going exactly. on in between and that you've got that reminders because now what's going on in their world, you'll be able to see what's going on in your world, they'll be able to see right. and even if you don't have that FaceTime, you know, sit down for lunch or sit down for coffee or whatever, you're still starting to build a relationship and getting to know each other without the actual physical connections. And if you did forget to follow up on mm -hmm. a, something it's that a you reminder. needed to talk about, you see on the post, oh hey, oh. you know what? I, Give me a call when you get a chance. Here's my number, or vice versa, right. or what's yours. You've got them right there at your fingertips and, and instant reminders. Yeah, and I've done that a lot too, where um, I've actually connected with people. I mean, I have their their email, I've got their right. phone number, I've got their card sitting right there on my desk, ready to go, and I just keep getting busy. But I see them on Facebook, and right. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, what looks good next week to sit down and have coffee, right. you know, because it, it's short, sweet, to the point. You know, I can I can do that much faster. And I can build some good relationships that way um, without having to actually stop and pick up the phone, which I'm not a big phone guy anyway. But, um, you know, I have the ability to, if I get busy, that's a quick and easy way to make that connection. Well, and people are skimming their email, but they're on Facebook. Right. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, and, and that's and I've, I've done that. Matter of fact, with the connection that you had made, made with me, we ended up not connecting through email because she had problems with her website. Right. And yeah. she had emails disappearing, so I ended up sending her uh, a message through Twitter and said, hey, by the way, did you get my emails? She goes, no, I didn't. I've been having problems. So we talked back and forth on Twitter for a couple of days before we got everything lined up, and we ended up doing a, she's, she did an interview for our membership program, and we've got some cool stuff going on 
and it was all, you know, if it wasn't for Twitter, we would have lost right. that connection. Right. I want to say one thing, too, about, you know, we, we talk a lot about social media being social. <laughs> um, one of the things I think we need to remember is to say thank you for people connecting to us. I mean, I get, I'm guilty of it, too. You know, on Facebook, it's a little easier. Every um, person that wants to connect with you as a friend, I send a personal note because I think it's important to just not treat it. Um, as just a casual thing for people to do. People are seeking you out. They're actually going and finding you and deciding that you want, they want to be your friend for whatever reason. You know, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, or um, LinkedIn, just stop for a moment um, and send that personal thank you message. And quite honestly, if you want a canned message, you could just bring it up from a Word document, pluck it in, just the fact that you take that extra time sends huge, um, you know, sends a message to the person that's connecting with you. So take the time to do that because that's about build, building relationships that we're all about. Right. Very cool. Very cool. So audience members, any questions? We like questions. We had a couple and then everybody got quiet. <laughs> do you want to tell your, uh, how they can find you on Twitter, LinkedIn and all that good stuff? Do you want to? Yeah, we can do that. Actually, Cindy's Posted links up oh, on the, on the chat good. session already. I was She's wondering on top of what it. all that She's was. on top of it. She's all on top of it. Yay, Cindy. We never give her a big plug, so we should plug her now. Yeah, Cindy's in the back doing all the technical stuff. Um, so mine is twitter.com slash Eli Delaney, uh, facebook.com slash Eli Delaney, and I can never remember the LinkedIn one. Where is it? LinkedIn.com slash in slash Eli Delaney. And the same with his, except for Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find me under Sally Liddicote. And my Twitter is under Ada underscore girl. Isn't that cool? Well, because my name is so difficult for most people, <laughs> my Twitter <laughs> name is Norma H1, which is the number one. Um, and also on Facebook, it's uh, Norma H1. And on LinkedIn, it's Norma Huberty. And I'm sorry, you just can't have to figure out how to spell the last name. Just look at the chat window. <laughs> <laughs> or find Eli or myself and then connect. That's right. We're all connected. We're all connected. Yes, we're and we're on, our, on the website. Yes, we're, we're all listed on right. the whatisthefusion.com website. Mm -hmm. yep. um, also, page. yeah, go to the founders page because it's got um, profiles of all of us, which includes Not Cindy. Not just the three and, of us. Yeah. Um, Cindy and Mike are also on that one, so you can connect with all of us online. Right. And it's a, it's a cool way to just, you know, get out there and make the connections. Right. Um, you know, just another quick little story is we got, we do have one, one person that follows a lot of what we do. Um, and it was really funny because when we said we were going to start doing this show, right. uh, she was all excited because she wanted to come out and, and actually watch the live taping right. of the show. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, that's fine. We're not really planned on having a live audience. Um, Although we, know, we welcome it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> I thought we were going to have a packed coffee house when I got here early this morning because there yeah. was not an empty table. We were wondering if we were going to be able to sit out. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking we were going to have to kick some people out for some and reason. we kind of did. Yeah. Um, but she, it was really funny because I've got a great relationship with her and I've never actually met her. Um, we have, we've talked back and forth on Facebook a lot. Um, and we and she she was all excited about getting to come down. Um, something happened. I think her son got sick or something, so she didn't get to make it that day. Uh, but it's really funny because she connects with. She's on my Facebook. She's follows me on Twitter. She does all this stuff, and she's all part of what we're doing. And I have this great relationship with her, yet I've never actually seen her face to face. Right. So but the one that put us in as elves. 
on yes. the video. I thought yes. it might be. But the good news is that she can pick you out from a crowd because even yeah. though she doesn't know you, and I think you've had that situation, Sally, oh, where mm -hmm. she goes to events and people go, oh, you're Sally. And it's like, well, why do you, you know me? You know? What's even more is when they say you're Sally Lidicote because yeah, the my, my name's name. not as wow. difficult as wow. yours. But when they've got first and last name and I've never met them in person, that's... Right. That's, right. That's pretty and I think another thing to to consider is asking people where how they heard about you. Because right. part of spreading word of mouth marketing and spreading word of mouth about your business is to find out the sources of what works best for you. So, you know, you might want to ask people, Hey, how'd you find how'd you find out about me? Mm -hmm. It's a great way for you to know what works best in your business and how to drive traffic to your site. And, and as the marketing guy of the group, I would say you should always be asking that question. Right, anyway. absolutely. No matter what it is, whether they, right. they call you on the phone right. or whatever. Um, but you will find as you start doing more of the, especially the social media stuff in particular, because it is so powerful and it's so, so much a hot button right now, you'll find more of that where if you're asking those questions, you'll get that answer. Hey, we yeah, we've actually found you on Twitter or we found you on Facebook. Um, and I've, I've seen that where I'm getting more connections with that. Um, you know, the same guy I was talking about with the OG's Pizza, how right. we got connected. Right. Didn't he recognize you at one of the other yeah, events? One of Jelly's large one of Jelly's events. Exactly. Because you were connected with me. Right. And, and his comment to me is, Eli Delaney says you rock. And I'm looking at him wondering, okay, I've never met you. Exactly. How do you know who I am? Yeah. So and they, <laughs> they probably did some investigating. They went on LinkedIn. They checked them out. And, and they started following right. me on Twitter. And right. And yeah. follow posts. Yeah. Right. And that's how, that's how all of this right. works. And it starts with build a relationship and just make the connections and then be authentic with people. Right. Um, you know, it's okay to, to try to sell your stuff, but don't pitch them consistently. Right. Just, you know, try to educate people. Give them good resources. If you've got a great tip, share that. If you got a quote of the day, share that. Just, you know, if you got something funny going on, share that. Um, we, we've got another guy that I think, I know you know, I don't know if you know him, uh, know him or not, that likes to share pictures of his snake. Um, Scott Boots. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it builds personality with it. Right, definitely. You know, and definitely. so that's... Those are those, yeah, not that he needs it. Uh, but those are the kind of things that will make a difference. You right. know what's funny is the most conversations I had on Facebook was when I did my Christmas trivia. Oh, my goodness. All of a sudden, everybody was an expert, and I'd ask questions about, you know, what the, what's the name of the song or, you know, um, just fun trivia about movies and whatnot. And more people had fun with that. So remember, people on Facebook have some fun. And right. learn about you, and so make it fun for people. No, don't don't always be pitching your stuff, as Eli right. says, or or pitching what you're about. Have some fun with people, and I think that's a great way to to get people more interested in who you are and what you do. Right. Well, and all the networking that you do, whether it's online or offline, it's all about increasing your visibility so that people start recognizing who you are. Your credibility starts growing with that. Um, part of the conversation I had the other day at the coffee shop was. You know, this particular person we were talking with was, she's in the network marketing business, and whether you're in a network marketing business or any other, there are other companies that are out there that are your competition, but what sets you apart from them is what you put out into your networking, your social media, and establishing yourself as being the expert, the credible person, the, the person that people want to be around to have them come to you for business versus your competition or, you know, in, in the network marketing realm, everybody's got their own, you know, company branded website, 
that has no SEO because there's hundreds and so hundreds generic. and hundreds mm -hmm. of exactly just the generic. So getting into the blogging, the social media, all that other kind of stuff to make you stand out from the rest. Right. Well, and that's and that's one of the things I'm I'm very big on that becoming an authority, becoming an expert because I'm a firm believer that I don't have competition. I don't. Um, I agree. I, yeah, you know, because it's competition. everything that I do is different. It's not my original okay. thought. It's uh, so Fuelnet um, uh, is a great source of information, and what they use that word when we were talking about collaboration mm -hmm. marketing. They right. use the word co-opetition, and that that is collaboration of businesses what? trying Which to. Is yes, exactly, right. exactly. Which is and that's cool. And and my my thing is that if if I have somebody who could be construed as competition. I know that what I'm doing is different than what they're right. doing. And your personality is different. Base, yeah, the base might be the same, but the personality, how I do business, uh, my knowledge base, what goes on in here is right. different, and it's generally very different than most other people that are out there. As Cindy's sitting there shaking, very her head, different, very right, Sally? <laughs> very um, different. You know, I, I do things very different than a lot of other people, so I don't feel that I have competition because mm -hmm. of that that idea. Right. I believe that what I do is unique enough that it's not just like everybody else's. Right. right. And you know, you brought up everybody else to let them. Yeah, know. exactly. Right. And like you brought up, network marketing is a perfect example. Right. Um, you know, if you're if you are into network marketing and you got you know, there's a hundred thousand people that all do right. the right. same, same thing, right. company. You have to figure out how you can differentiate yourself. Um, you know, social media is a great way to do that right. because you build the personality and the relationship with the people that. They're going to go through, it's like, okay, I can buy this product from this person who I don't know very well and kind of annoys me, or this person who makes me laugh and I enjoy being around. Right. Who are you going to pick? Well, and then and you start attracting. Then you start attracting your perfect customers right. to you exactly. versus you even being frustrated by maybe somebody who's not the perfect customer for you. Right. You know, that's what I teach most of my business teams anyways is not everybody's money is green enough to be your customer, mm -hmm. that you want those relationships, you want the customers that are going to be the perfect fit with you anyways. Yeah, and appreciate who you are and the value that you offer them. Right, sure. Right. Definitely. Cool. Right. Alright, so we are almost out of time here. Uh, we did have another question as our next broadcast, Friday, January 22nd. Um, that is the... Two weeks. Two weeks from today. Um, we've done these before. We were doing them once a month. We moved them to twice a month or every two weeks. Every two weeks, starting technically starting twice a month. today. Every two weeks, starting today, because this is our first event for the year. Um, Let's ask our viewers what they would like to hear about. You yeah, know, if you're interested in a topic. specific there, topic, there's an idea. What would you guys like in. to hear? Um, send it in. If you're if you're on the you're registered to get on the chat, feel free to pop that in there right now. Um, or you can also go to the website and set, send us a note. You can also go to Twitter. You can go to Facebook. You can go to LinkedIn. Uh, we're all out there. Connect with any one of us. Connect with our pages. Um, and you know, let us know what you'd like to hear from us because that's one thing. We want to make this even bigger, better, cooler all the time. Um, you know, we always have something we can talk about. But you know, we'd like to know more of what is specifically what type of questions you have. Um, as we're starting to go through the end of this, go back to our sponsors again. Number one, uh, Java Grounds, Deer Valley, and 83rd Avenue. Last time Correct. I think I said Union Hills or something like that. Um, yep. Deer Valley and Deer 83rd, Valley. that's where we're filming. These guys are awesome. Great coffee, great location, free Wi-Fi, which is even better. Um, and 
Terry from Take One Web Video Productions, our awesome video guy. Um, and our next fusion mixer. Next I think they should stay. Oh, fusion mixer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're gonna give a plug to our next uh, event. Oh, make it making a plug for the next the next event, fusion the next mixer. The fusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was on the right track. I know you are. <laughs> so our next our next mixer is next Wednesday at Banana Ranas. This, if you are in Phoenix, it's over by Westgate on the west side of Westgate. Um, go to the website. You can get the full address and everything. Off uh, of Glendale and the 101. Off of Glendale and the 101. It's going to be a great event. I have no clue how many people we have registered or RSVP'd so far. Last time I looked, we were at like 35 or 40, somewhere between Yeah, I'm sure Facebook. it'll grow a lot more because we are back from the holidays yes. now and, and people are starting to put their calendars together. Yeah, so I mean, I can I could say we'll probably, you know, very easily have 50 people probably oh, way more. Way more. I mean, our first event we had close to 80 people, so right. Um, right. and we're still getting. And the same with that. the second. Yeah, we were pretty close to. Yeah, so um, we'd love to have you guys join us. And again, our the fusion mixers, no agenda, no 30 second commercials, no sales pitches, um, no giveaways, no, no giveaways, no no speaking other than connecting with people one on one. Um, Come early. Come early. Stay late. If you can only show up for half an hour, that's okay. We don't mind. Come We'd late, love to have you stay. Early, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, we, I think it's a six to nine. I think the last two times I've stayed till like ten thirty because we still had people there. Uh, which and I know you have too because you were walking out the door with. I me. never leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's a great event. Um, and most importantly, there's also no cost. I just the cost of showing up is bring a business card. That's pretty much it, and I would hope you bring lots of business cards because you're going to make some awesome connections. Well, and also I want to mention that just as Fusion TV is going to every other week starting today, our Fusion Mixers are going to every other week starting next Wednesday as right. well. So they will be every two weeks. Right. Um, and we do this, we kind of plan the TV filming today, the Friday, before. the Friday before the Wednesday, so we can always keep that little reminder out there and it just... Yeah, and if you're at our Fusion Mixer, go ahead and talk to us about Fusion TV and some of the things that you'd like to see there, too. So yeah, we definitely. invite you definitely to give us feedback. In fact, you can go on whatisthefusion.com, and once this video broadcast actually posts, you can post comments as well. So there's a lot of opportunities for you to give us some feedback, okay? Yeah. We love Tell your to friends. Share it out on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> share it out on all the social media right. stuff. We'd love to have you guys come out. If you know of other people that are looking for great networking events, have them come out, check it out. Never We're go anyplace alone, right? Bring yeah, a friend. Definitely. Always bring a friend. Or ten. Okay. Or, or ten. ten. I, I'm good with ten. <laughs> so anyway, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Thanks everybody for watching today. Um, again, I'm Eli with my business marketing mentor and my business mentor.com. And I'm Sally with Attaboy Solutions, attaboysolutions.com. And my name is Norma Hubersey with CaptivatedCustomers.com. Thank you much. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you all Wednesday for the Fusion Mixer.